Well, hello and welcome to Supply Side in Conversation. This is the first of these conversations. Hopefully they'll be a regular thing. Uh, today I'm having a chat with uh, Dr. Catherine Christ of the University of South Australia, who's an academic with a particular interest in uh, the Modern Slavery Act. Uh, uh, Catherine, uh, welcome. Thank you so much, Rob. Thanks for having me today. I'm really excited to share my knowledge with other people. Well, thanks. And um, firstly, can you just give us a little bit of uh, background about your academic work and your academic career uh, in, uh, at, at UniSA? Absolutely. So I commenced my academic career probably around 10 years ago, completing my PhD in 2015. My area of specialty is sustainability accounting. And in more recent years, that has grown to include how organisations account for and manage the modern slavery risk that occurs not only in their own operations, but also in their supply chains. So this is an area that I'm very excited and passionate about researching. So what's the purpose of the Modern Slavery Act? When did it come in? Can you tell us a little bit about it? And, and just how bad is the problem uh, we actually face in our supply chains? Okay, absolutely. The Australian Modern Slavery Act was passed through the Parliament in 2018, towards the end of 2018, so it is now in force. The purpose of the Act is to force large organisations in particular to focus on modern slavery via a transparency and accountability requirement. What this means is that organisations conducting business in Australia with consolidated revenues in excess of 100 million Australian dollars will need to produce an annual statement, which is known as a modern slavery statement. And I will note that this also includes government entities, so it also applies to the government. What the modern slavery statements will include is a basic overview of the operations and activities of the business, as well as the makeup of their supply chains. And they will then need to consider the risk of modern slavery in their own operations and supply chains, the actions they are actually taking to address these risks, and also assess the effectiveness of these actions. These statements will then be submitted and shared publicly on a repository which can be accessed online by anyone, basically. And the reason the government is so concerned about modern slavery is that a lot of people do not realise that it is actually endemic within our society. Most people, when I say I research modern slavery, say, well, but I don't get it. Slavery was abolished years ago. But if we have a look at estimates from organisations like the International Labour Organisation, we can see there are currently more than 40 million people in slavery conditions worldwide. Now, while the full definition of modern slavery includes sex slavery, domestic servitude and forced marriage, many enslaved people actually work in corporate supply chains meaning slavery is embedded in many of the products that we buy and use every day. The International Labour Organization currently suggests there are 24.9 million people trapped in forced labour, and many of these are in corporate supply chains. This occurs in basically every industry in every country, but examples of industries where it is most prominent are agriculture, so cocoa, cotton, fruit picking, the mining sector, manufacturing is big, fisheries is a really important one, and also sectors you wouldn't expect like the hospitality sector. Basically, 
If a company looks hard enough in relation to its supply chain, they will find examples of slavery. And this is why the government is really starting to focus its attention on this area. And so apart from putting in an annual statement, uh, what sort of things does a company need to do to comply? Well, apart from putting in a, a statement, um, I think companies need to start to think about what they're doing in this space. So the statement is obviously the end result of an internal process. So we're just starting to see the first modern slavery statements coming through. So it's going to be very interesting to see what these um, show. Uh, I think what is really important for businesses is that they don't try to be perfect overnight. Modern slavery risk management is challenging. And so I want to see, and I think the government wants to see, a focus on slow but continuous improvement. One area that I think needs a lot of consideration by businesses, especially when it comes to reporting how effective they are, so in relation to satisfying the requirements of the Act, is remediation procedures. This needs to be considered early. As I said, if they look hard enough, they will find slavery. So don't panic. If you're a business, you find slavery in your supply chain, you have done a good job. This is what the Modern Slavery Act was designed to help you achieve. What you need to think about if that happens and when that happens is coming up with a victim-centred process that will help resolve the situation. This will often mean working with your suppliers. Sometimes modern slavery occurs because of culturally embedded mindsets. So you might need to work with people. However, sometimes this will not be possible, especially in the case of state-sanctioned slavery. I also think as businesses go on trying to satisfy the requirements of the Act, as I said, it's challenging. I think don't underestimate the benefits from working and collaborating, in particular with non-government organisations. They have a lot of knowledge and where they are really good is they often have location specific information that they are willing to share. So if you are working in or supplying, sorry, sourcing supplies from a developing country, they've got a lot of location specific information that can help you. And this can be done for mutual benefit. So I think there, there's a lot of um, areas. There are many areas where organisations can work on and I think continuous improvement is key. And one area you're interested in is co-opetition, isn't it, uh, where uh, companies actually collaborate with their competitors to work on mutually supportive supply chain improvements? Absolutely. I think a key message for business is you are not in this alone. Addressing modern slavery is beyond any one business. It is beyond any one industry. It is something where we're basically all in it together. So there are many people and many resources out there and they are there to help you and to make this whole process easier. There are academics like myself. Uh, there are industry associations, NGOs, consultants, and co-opetition, your competitors. For those who don't have not heard that term before, co-opetition is about collaborating with your competitors in an area of mutual interest for mutual advantage. So there are many, many resources out there. 
and don't be afraid to work together. When it comes to competitors, for example, if there are two large organisations in the one industry, chances are they will have a lot of suppliers in common. It makes then very little sense if you've got two businesses that have similar large suppliers for each of you to go in and you know, audit perhaps or conduct due diligence in relation to that same supplier. That's very costly and it's time consuming. And if they've got a lot of people coming in and doing that, it's obviously gonna create a lot of fatigue for the supplier and they won't take it seriously. Instead, it makes a lot more sense to get with that other large business, to get with your competitor and say, I tell you what, how about we look at this large supplier, you look at that one, and then we pool our resources and findings. It's more cost effective and will lead to a much better result at the end of the day. And so as a researcher, what, what's your next area of interest? What are you starting to do work on now? Well, I am very interested in cooperation, as you said. So that is something I'm interested in, in particular undertaking some case study research, looking at organisations that are engaging in cooperation in this space. Another thing I am particularly interested in are the implications for small and medium-sized enterprises. Obviously, SMEs are not going to have to report under the Modern Slavery Act because they will not meet the revenue thresholds. However, they will often be drawn in to the modern slavery discussion via the due diligence requirements of large customers, for example. And so it's not something they can ignore. So I think we need to start to understand what support SMEs need, what knowledge they have of this area and whether we can develop some tools to help them in this space. I'm also interested in the role for technology in dealing with identifying and preventing modern slavery. One project I've got relates to the use of blockchain technology in preventing modern slavery in migrant worker populations. And finally, if we have a look at the Modern Slavery Act, there is an effectiveness requirement where organisations have to report on how effective their actions have been at identifying and managing the modern slavery risk. So I think what we need, and there is a lack of knowledge in this area, we need a better understanding of what best practice is, which might be industry specific, how it can ultimately be developed within organisations and industries, and also how it can be assessed. Does it involve audit? Does it involve measurement of some kind? I think that's a really important area where we need more knowledge. And I understand you're going to be having a look at the first couple hundred uh, uh, statements on the register and just having a check how, how they've been going. Is that right? Absolutely. Yes. So, to the end of 2020, we have seen the first modern slavery statements being put on the public repository. So there's about 220 to the end of 2020. And I'm going to be looking at, in particular, how organisations are dealing with that effectiveness angle. Um, so I think, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see a lot of organisations have no experience in this area. As I said, it's new. It's going to be an exceedingly steep learning curve. So we need to have a look at what organisations are doing in this space, look for where they might need help, where they might need to improve and try to provide some guidance and some assistance. If we, we are basically all in this together 
And if we all work together, I think we can see some real progress in the modern slavery area. Well, it's uh, certainly a very important piece of legislation. Uh, thanks very much for having a chat to us today, Catherine. And uh, hopefully we can get back together sometime soon and hear about your next uh, bits of academic work. That would be fantastic, Rob. Thank you so much for having me today.